What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. We talked about surviving and prepping for fun employment, unemployment in our last episode. And for this one, because I just started a brand new opportunity, we're talking about finding your next gig. Let's go. I'm really excited about sharing how to find your next gig today because I went from being unemployed to a brand new opportunity in a brand new industry and I've done it before. This is not the only time I've done that. Today I'm going to be sharing what I learned during those times, what really helped me and how you can use it to find your next gig too. Now, one thing to share before we even jump into this, and to keep with the theme here, we are going to be doing three different things, but no matter what, if you are employed or unemployed, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about today, you should be doing. I know we're focusing on going from unemployment to employment, but no matter what, especially on the very first thing we're talking about, try to do these before you are unemployed, and while you're actually employed with a job it'll make a lot more sense when we finally dive into it so the very first thing that I have done that have actually allowed me to get into my next job my next opportunity and that's just a network and when I say network it is with your friends your co-workers your families go to meetups and I'm not saying waste your time at let's say some of these meetups to be very honest you go you drink you forget that you're actually there to kind of meet people but I'm talking about sitting down with a family friend or referral getting coffee and they could be somebody that runs a venture capital firm they could be somebody that works in a completely separate industry than you but you're still getting to sit down with them and and talk with them and let them know that you're looking for an opportunity. The reason I say that no matter what is to take these opportunities to meet with people, to ask around with friends, and it's because they can introduce you to people that can help you. Maybe not right now, but later on down the line. I've been introduced to people who not only help the, the business on the sales side that I've been in, but have also provided introductions and referrals later on in life or have come back into my life as an opportunity. Now, those weren't necessarily the reasons I started talking to those people, but that really helped me get going in terms of building this network and staying in touch. The reason I wanted to touch on that one the very as, as the very first one is because, one, I think a lot of people will probably think of recruiters or think about job boards or anything like that, but they, they tend to forget the fact that your network is one of the most powerful things to you. As a sales professional your reputation and your network are two of the most powerful tools you have the other piece there is when I say networking I also mean sitting down and grabbing coffee with some of these people picking their brain learning what they do because in this stage you might be looking for your next gig and it might be in a completely different industry than what you are used to a great example is the opportunity I just started with I'm on the sales side again for a digital advertising ad tech company that actually optimizes ad yield for publishers on the supply side a month ago I never would have been able to even say that sentence I've been in medical sales for the last nine years but it's a great company it's an excellent culture it has an awesome product in terms of software and so I wasn't pushed away from an opportunity because I wasn't necessarily familiar with the industry 
I had the sales skills, it was time to dive in. So same thing goes for everybody else looking for your next gig. Keep your mind open to those new opportunities and that's what you're going to find when you're networking with people that you might not necessarily find on a job board or through some of your recruiters. So the second one, and this is a perfect segue, is for those recruiters. Now, I've definitely run into some great ones and some bad ones, both ways. I think the great ones are a good example of they're looking out for your best interest. They're actually looking out for what you want to get accomplished, right? They're, they're looking out for whether or not you're going to be a good fit for the job on the long term. They're going to they're beginning looking out if you're actually going to be happy when you start this job, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the bad ones will probably take some of your questions as as objections and just answer you and then keep moving you along in the process as if you're just another number, a commission check for them versus an actual person trying to get a job and be happy. And sad thing is that a lot of recruiters don't necessarily have to keep you in a job for more than 60 to 90 days. And once you make it past those 90 day clauses, they still get paid and get to keep the entire commission check. That's really, really shitty, but it's the truth. So your job meeting and talking with recruiters is, is trying to feel that out. Are they looking out for their best person? Are they they turning you away for a job and telling you that you're not fit? It might not feel so great, but try to keep in the back of your mind that they're actually probably looking out for you. Another good thing about recruiters is that they're going to give you an idea on salaries, new trends, anything like that that's actually going on in the industry. So kind of tying into the very first thing I told you about finding your new gig, it's going to be about networking with these recruiters too. So just because somebody is in recruiting, don't necessarily get this nasty taste in your mouth and want to walk the other way. They could actually be really helpful. Ask them about what they do, job openings, let them know what you've done, your experience, and work together. Get coffee, get dinner, and this could be a relationship that is, again, going to turn out and help you out 10, 10 years down the line. I used to have recruiters hire for me when I was a sales manager and I ended up using some of those to actually find a job probably about two years later. So again, make sure that you are networking with those recruiters as well, not just your friends or family, your coworkers and at those meetups. Don't be afraid to talk to recruiters as well and tell them what you really want. The very last one, and there's a reason this is the last one, because we've kind of exhausted the network and the recruiters, uh, the traditional ways of doing this. This is just the good old-fashioned job boards. A good example of this one is actually med reps. It's just medical sales jobs, typically a little more entry-level. And the, the cool thing about this is that this is very specific to what you, what you're looking for. So med reps is a good one for medical sales reps. But if you are looking for any other sales roles, a lot of these have specific job boards. I'm not a big fan of Indeed and Monster. And the only reason is because they didn't really provide me as much value when I was looking. And to give you a little idea on those job boards is that you are definitely going to have to work for this. A lot of people go on there, put their resume there, and just kind of let it sit there, apply to a couple jobs. That's not going to be a really good way to get one of those gigs. If you want to stand out, you got to be different from everybody else. And one of those ways of doing that is going ahead and not only applying to a job, putting in your 
resume, find the recruiter on that job board, reach out to them on email, maybe even LinkedIn, and get them a message to let them know you're interested and specifically interested in that job, not this copy and paste kind of crap where you just send off 12 different emails. I have gotten a lot of responses and interviews from doing that versus just applying to a job and never getting a response. So those are the three things that really helped me in my past finding a brand new gig. First is to obviously network, network with your friends, coworkers, family, go to meetups, talk with people on LinkedIn, get to know people, take a true interest in people and new opportunities and open your mind. Two, recruiters. They are some really good ones and some really bad ones, but either way, they are a great resource. They're people that are getting paid to find you a job. And number three is those job boards, MedReps, Monster, Indeed, whatever works in your specific industry. So those are the three things that really helped me. And the last thing I want to add here is the skills that you should be working on and always prepping for this kind of an opportunity. So if you're unemployed, you're going to have a lot of time to do this. If you're employed, always keep these skills fresh one of which is actually interviewing this kind of ties to the communication piece always prepare your communication be able to give somebody a pitch on who you are what value you bring to the company and then just be prepared for those interview questions there are way too many resources online to have interview questions in front of you and not be able to respond to a good answer. One thing that I've always used is STAR, situation, task, action, result. Really easy way to remember how to tell a story, but that's one of the biggest pieces to communication is telling a story, especially in an interview. Go ahead and get started working on your resume, employed or unemployed. Keep that stuff updated. And lastly, work on building your brand and your knowledge. That's YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram. And I know this is talking about finding your next gig but I have done multiple interviews where people have found me online and have complimented me have brought up the idea of running social for them and keep in mind I don't have that much of, of a skill behind my social branding but it doesn't matter it's out there and if you really want to think about differentiate yourself in an interview People Google people, and if they Google one person, they, they Google somebody else, and they can't even find you online versus somebody that shows their personality via YouTube. They have some really cool pictures on Instagram. There's going to be a difference there. They feel like they already know you almost, and that can be a strength there and a weakness, but I, I tend to look at that as a strength. So I really hope that helps everybody out in terms of what has helped me taking action and who I talked to when I was looking for a new opportunity. I will be sharing what this new opportunity is all about and a couple of updates as well. I'm really excited to share my journey through this in a brand new industry and building out this sales strategy. Really excited about it. If you've got any questions about sales, business development, any kind of professional experiences, go ahead and find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever is going to be easier for you. That's all in the description. Go ahead and click the link and come on back. If you like this podcast and you want to keep following around for any kind of professional development, go ahead and press subscribe. I'll see you guys later. I hope you have a great weekend. Oh, 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 oh,